1: plushcarecom slash loss Support. WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring and a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the wrestle Ramble Podcast. Well,
0: let's kick off with the main topic of today: Why is SmackDown Live so much better? The Monday Night Raw. Why do you think it is?
1: <laughs> well, 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 well. Um, I think, one, because there's more wrestling. Somehow, in two hours, they manage to have more wrestling with longer time in, put into the matches. More stuff happens. The booking is smarter. I think the other thing uh, to remember about SmackDown is that their idea of who the guy is is also the same guy the audience thinks is the guy every everyone on raw that they think are the big stars and the people who deserve the push the crowd and the audience i don't think of that into so it's always trying to make you believe that these people the people are going to be the next big thing and like mm. really what i think on raw the people the audience want to see is a bit more people want a bit more finn balor people want a bit more kevin owens you know as much as they like braun Strowman and he is kind of like almost a, a star that was kind of organically taken to by the crowd when he was a bit part player in a faction at one point you know everyone else is kind of being this guy you have to like and then all the other people who you already know from the indies and that kind of thing Get kind of Pushed down the card Yeah bit. I
0: suppose Like the hardcore Wrestling fans Like you and I And the people Who are watching this show We sort of gravitate Towards your Seth Rollins Your Finn Balor mm. And the likes But WWE And Raw in particular Are very much like Now Roman is but the guy a That we Roman and Bobby That's who we really like As our top guys At the moment I was, was yeah. going to say I think Braun is He is a baby face That is over with the crowd That mm. they are pushing As a top star But he's about the only one Yeah I, I said this after The Superstar Shaker But there did quite a few videos About this in the opinion stuff mm. The Raw's top three guys are Braun, Roman, and Bobby. All three of them are baby faces. Yeah, and like, there's no real then dynamic for them because like Kevin Owens isn't being treated like a top guy. He's being treated like a comedy foil.
1: Yes, for, absolutely for yeah. Braun Strowman to beat up. Well, that's the thing. I don't, and you know, not to go too into detail with that. Like, where does that go with Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman? Yeah. Like, well, because going- the logical thing at this point, the booking suggests that at some point Kevin Owens has to beat Braun Strowman. Because it can't just build to a pay per view match where Braun Strowman yet again beats Kevin Owens because what there's there was no story here apart from Kevin Owens got bullied into the ground. Well I think you are giving them too much credit. Because yeah. I think you probably will be building to a cage match cool. at extreme rules. Absolutely to, yes. where Kevin Owens loses. Yeah.
0: yeah, so so that's again like so he is effectively the top heel on Raw. That's there all the time. Because yes, you could argue yeah. that Brock Lesnar is a baby He's a baby face or heel depending on who they want to him to face for that He's just that a, he's
1: month. just a legit bad man He's though, just a legit badass, yeah. yeah
0: exactly So And because he's not there, so we can't really count him in this So that means that Kevin Owens Is the top heel on Raw mm. And that seems ludicrous He's a joke, like, yeah Because he, he's treated like a joke And Baron Corbin is probably the number two heel On mm. the brand, because Sami Zayn is out injured And he's like In a mid-card feud with Finn Balor At the mm. moment, so like and uh, as you, to your point with SmackDown Live, I feel like everyone is working towards something. Yeah. Like Rusev as a heel is working to beat AJ Styles and win the WWE Championship yeah. and AJ is their top guy on the brand and he is the a face that people really yeah. like. And I mean I I don't know who I would say is the top heel on SmackDown. It's probably The Miz, maybe Yeah,
1: I think it's probably The Miz. Um and then I, but then uh, the thing is, like SmackDown has a much stronger tag division as well. So they've got a lot of heels in the tag division. Like the Usos, sort of, they're wobbling on the line now. I think like they were definitely heels, and I think they still sort of have a heel vibe. But maybe that's just the way they present <laughs> well, themselves. But they yeah. are sort of faces. Sanity obviously being heels now, and they're and they're good. Bludgeon Brothers are heels, like. There's lots of good heels and that means that you get to have good, like, you can't have a baby face without a heel. (laughs) So it's stupid to have so many on Raw and then be like, well, there's no one for them to go up against because all the fights then just have to be about like, well i'm the man yeah i'm the big but i'm dog, also you know, the man i'm the no no you're here. not what you're saying this is my garden
0: yeah exactly and i so the taxi division on smackdown i, I think is fascinating yeah. because they've got now they've got team hell no as you said mm. they've got the Usos, they've got sanity the bar who we haven't been around for a little while because oh, yes, yeah. i think like what i like about smackdown is they cycle through their stars so like they mm. won't be on tv for a few months and then the people that are on there get taken off and new people come in it kind of keeps yeah, things yeah, fresh, and they just work house shows instead. But also, the
1: bar don't have to be a tag team anymore. They That's don't need to be single stars. They can come back to yeah. being single stars, and they can go for they can turn up in the US Open Challenge. Like exactly,
0: you know. yeah. And you've also got um, uh, I was going to say the Bunch of Brothers again, but uh, uh, Gall- Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers. Mm. so You've got them. You've got all these other tag teams that you can kind of work stuff with. It's a mm. shame that they are they only are allowed to have one tag team storyline. Well, I suppose now they've got two because you've got Sanity in the New Day yeah, their the, feud, starting yeah. their little feud, which it was really nice. An actual good debut for Sanity. Mm. Um, and I just think that their main event scene is really interesting because once AJ is done with Rusev, he's got all these other challenges that he could yep. possibly have. Like Daniel Bryan, if they don't continue the, the team held no thing yeah. like Samoa Joe like who the is Miz. amazing
1: and like, the Miz yeah. and then Shinsuke has gone down the card and is going for the US title still which was confirmed this week yeah. that he's still coming back and doing that and obviously Jeff is while there's been reports of him being injured seems okay he can turn it on when the cameras are so, on so yeah I mean he's probably been dealing with <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some serious yeah. injuries for, for a while lesson. now so. um, but yeah I guess with that whole the, the dynamic there is just so much better. Like there's so much more to work with. I think they just smart acquisition in the sense that, like, the people that went over and the people they let go, they've 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 done themselves a good deal there on yeah, SmackDown. Exactly. Yeah,
0: and it's it's a testament to how good SmackDown is in mm. terms of the people that they have got on that brand. When things like Almas hasn't been on the show for weeks, which is infuriating because it's not the best call up for him. Because it's now twelve weeks he's only had two yeah, appearances, yeah. but like you could bring in almas for the open challenge next week or in a couple of weeks and you'd be like oh sweet almas is here yeah, that's yeah. really good because he is a guy that you could genuinely turn into a main eventer on an unbelievable main eventer yeah, on smackdown yeah, yeah. so maybe he just could...
1: whack the u.s belt on him so quickly as yeah. well like like you were saying about um uh, eric young uh like just sticking that on him as like sticking that on him last week as part of the sort of sanity second w um you know yeah he could have ta- he, he legitimately could hold that belt uh Almas could legitimately just come in and straight away have that belt and you'd be like that's fine that, that makes that mid card really vibrant
0: yeah and that's the other thing is actually the undercard on Raw is really lacking because we were talking mm. about yesterday with Dolph and Seth mm. it's like cool I mean if Dolph keep, like, keeps the belt like who's then his next challenger yeah yeah because like I mean it could, it's just gonna be Seth again or it's Finn and like, yeah. and you know, we've seen Finn going for the IC title for you know the first half of this year, mm. with the build up to WrestleMania. But then, like, surely you want to see Finn doing more than that? Mm. But it doesn't feel like there's anyone else. Uh, Bobby Roode, I guess. But yeah. even then, like, he's so cold at the moment that, like, do we want to see a Bob, Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler feud? Yeah, Bobby Roode ha- again, yeah, yeah a, a, again, another yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Considering oh, like, God, I forgot they had that. Well, US the whole and that was there, the whole yeah. thing.
1: The whole thing on Smackdown was that he was just an entrance. Yeah. And that pretty much is what he is now. That's where the record scratch comes from. He is just an entrance now because his matches are nothing. They don't go anywhere. So it's just to get a pop from people singing Glorious. Yeah.
0: I think Smackdown really paces itself well as a show. Like The Mm. two hours really do just fly by. Yeah. I mean, my only criticism I ever really have against Smackdown Live is that the the ad breaks in matches really breaks up the flow so you can never have like incredible matches on smackdown no. because they always have to have the ad breaks and when you do an ad break in you know the way the wwe do it with an ad break you mm. just go into rest holds you just go into a yeah, um, yeah. you work over a body part while the cameras are off and then the cam- cameras come back on and the baby face makes its comeback yeah you know yeah.
1: so it's always flipped over as well like it always flips in the you go and we're coming back and it's like well yeah. Babyface is on top and then it flips and you're like oh, how did they get in control I yeah, exactly, never know yeah.
0: and, and it's it's always the same structure like you know mm. when an ad break is coming and, yeah. and the ad breaks really do ruin the flow of a lot of Smackdown matches Yeah, but I do find that the way they tell their stories is really effective I'm really enjoying the Asuka Carmella feud at the moment yeah it's good now that I, I thought the money in the bank ending was absolutely abhorrence and it just made Asuka look like a complete doofus <laughs> but I really like James Ellsworth <coughs> in his role
1: yeah I I like his sort of being an almost men's rights activist kind of <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. And they were selling it this week as the sort of um, uh, the Battle of the Sexes, like the tennis match, uh, yes. Billie Jean King and uh, what's-his-face Riggs. Yes. Um. So, yeah, like, I think that's cool. And I think it, it's it's good to play him up to that. Also because it's inherently comedic that he's obviously not the picture of masculinity, yeah. as you would imagine. Um. But, yeah, it's fun to have all that and then him be like, you know, Yes. Kind of being, she's actually, then there's another streak to it where everyone's like, yes, go girl. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile,
0: we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
0: So Smackdown Live opened this week with Team Hell No reuniting and it feels so good. And they came down to the ring for an interview segment with Renee Young.
1: Who said the hug from last week was felt around the world. <laughs> it's just how people talk. Yeah, it's just that's, how, they talk, how they talk. Just the hug, the hug felt around them. <laughs> And around the folds of Glenn.
0: <laughs> but I like this as well, because Kane essentially explained that the reason he came back to WWE and he came back to SmackDown was because Daniel Bryan was just getting himself into trouble with the Bludgeon Brothers. Mm. And he is a guy that's always had Daniel Bryan's back. And instantly, the dynamic between these two, you're like, oh, this is why we really liked you as a tag team mm. five years ago. Because Daniel Bryan, all of a sudden, was just like, you haven't, last time we were in the ring, you were tombstoning me all around, like pointing to areas, going like "you tombstone me there, you tombstone, yeah, me, there, yeah. you tombstone me there." And then a pause, was like, "you tried to abduct my yeah. wife." <laughs> and Kane's amazing <laughs> delivery was just like, "no, I, tr- I mean, I tried, yeah. but I didn't <laughs> succeed."
1: <laughs> it was, and then it had a bit of a no yes fight for a bit. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was really good. And like you were just saying, then before we came back into the to do the main review that you find with Raw they spend too much time on doing the
1: story. Oh absolutely yeah, Raw will spend 20 minutes having people mechanically say scripted lines to each other in the ring to tell a story whereas I think Smackdown has a better, like Smackdown also tactical deployment of Renee is always very good in Smackdown, they'll just stick Renee in who's a very good like she's a good interviewer she gets through the bits quickly yeah. and then a match is set up or started ASAP, which is what you need to do because the thing you've got to remember about wrestling is that you've got three commentators the whole time talking and they're not just doing color. So they are doing color, they're not just doing a play by play. So, like, they're filling in the blanks. You don't need to have, like, someone come out and say, Well, this exact thing happened and this exact thing happened and this exact thing happened and this exact thing happened because all of that can be recapped by the people who have to fill time. While the match is going on. Exactly, yeah. And that's what SmackDown does a lot of. A lot of the, a lot of the story is told by the commentary team.
0: Yeah. Which I yeah, I great. really agree with that. Because like Raw has a real awful tendency to start off with a video package that shows you what happened last week mm. and then Kat Angle will come out and tell you what happened last week and then the other wrestlers will come out and they'll sort of say yeah, what yeah, happened yeah, last yeah. week. Whereas like SmackDown Open And then this Cole week, will tell you yeah, again. And then Cole will <laughs> tell you again. Yeah, whereas SmackDown opened, they had a video package that showed Kane and Daniel Bryan reuniting. Mm-hmm. And this, they didn't say what happened last week. They just went straight into their characters of mm. being like and just falling into their roles of, like, mate, we're not, like, we keep saying we're friends, but are we really friends? Yeah. And turning that into the characters instead.
1: They they just, they just made the time and the space for the, the the segment you want to see, the comedy to come through of that. Like, the, yeah. the, this dynamic to just act out and, and be a new thing. Yes. Well, I, be an old thing, but do new stuff with it. You exactly. Know, yeah. Rather than just going, let's recap.
0: And speaking of new stuff that comes with, the Usos interrupted this segment. And as soon as the Usos music hits, I'm like, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Because I'm going to I get to see an Usos promo. Love them. And B, I was like, well, that's going to be a really fun main event of Team Absolutely. Hell No versus yeah. the Usos, which it was made uh, by Paige. But they came out and were like, it's so great to see Team Hell No back together. And they're like, are you happy to see him? Hell yeah. And they sort of went through this whole list. Mm. And it was like, do they deserve a title shot? Hell no. no. And the Usos, we were talking about this off mic before we came into record that. There are two teams on SmackDown, in The New Day and The Usos, mm. who I really feel are so heavily involved in the writing that they do for their promos. Mm. Because you rightly said that there is no way anyone could write that verbiage for The Usos.
1: Absolutely not, because no. Of the,
0: because of their cadence and their delivery. It sounds like it's something that they have come up with.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it feels like it's a twin thing. You know, if it, <laughs> that's what, it, it just feels like feels like two brothers talking to each other in in the sort of the parlance as you would put it like of the way they of the way they would converse. Exactly, but, yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's what's nice about it is that it feels organic even though you know to a degree it's scripted to you know come out there and say it's nice to see you lovely to have you back get the little pops for that sort of thing going and then say you don't deserve a title shot. All you did was hug. Yeah. We can do a hug. And they have three hugs and then they're like <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's three title shots or was it four hugs I think <laughs> like, yeah.
0: they then it's like, let's do three more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they have
1: four and they're like, we well, deserve four title shots. <laughs> it's it's just great promo work. Like, and that's uh, the good the other good thing about SmackDown and the reason why it's better than Raw is that they put people who are good at promos on promos. Like <laughs> Yeah, they give them the talking to Yeah. Them. They don't just go, Off you go, Lashley. Well, yeah, or,
0: you know, Banks and Bailey. Yeah, well, like, exactly, j- yeah. Do you know what we need to do with these two, who aren't particularly very good actors? Put them in acting segments mm. where they have to do what we think is comedy, but isn't actually comedy.
1: Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like Sasha, like, Sasha always had a niche of, like, coming out and being able to say... Like, she's good at coming out and doing a promo, but in the character of the heel boss is what she was good at promos for. She's yeah. not good. She's not a good babyface promo. No. And she's not a good we have genuine friendship troubles promo.
0: So the Usos did come out and they wanted a, you know, they didn't think the team Hell no, deserved a title shot Paige here, Paige came out and she was like, well let's have a tag team match for tonight and if the Usos win, they'll be inserted into the Extreme Rules uh, tag team title match and it'll become a triple threat. And again, this isn't that's really nice, it gives the main event stakes it wasn't Mm. just you're having a match and that'll be the end of it. It wasn't just like a showcase match.
1: We'll settle this in the ring. Yeah, it wasn't it, Nothing.
0: W- it was just It w- It wasn't just like Team Elno are back Let's put them in a tag team So they can win And look dominant It gave the match stakes It could have ended up Being a triple threat match We mm. all I think we all assumed That it wasn't going to end up A triple threat match But just having that stake there mm. Made the match feel More interesting I thought and it more could important. have ended
1: up as Not to jump too far ahead And spoil the ending But uh, You know I thought the, the cool thing About making it a triple threat match Is that You can have The options there Are that you can have Team Hell No win the championships by pinning the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers get to maintain some of their mystique Mm, it's very true because I think if you have if you have Team Hell No just decimate the Bludgeon Brothers or even a hard fought match where they win it removes some of that crushing power that the Bludgeon Brothers have built up yes
0: uh, so, Jeff Hardy cut one of his spooky promos backstage. He, spooky doos. He said lots of words that really just sort of meant nothing.
1: He said, uh, he was talking about <laughs> birds of prey for a long time, and he was saying... Uh... The bald eagle has the ocular ocumen <laughs> to spy its prey from two miles away. It's
0: just nonsense. Like I know What the... you
1: can see is when he had his back turned is he just reading a thesaurus. <laughs> it's a <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, it's reading the Because it's the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Well, the day after Smackdown was airing. So there was kind of like their 4th of July episode. Everything was very American themed. <coughs>
1: um, so he got a spooky promo. Including news. his uh, makeup. Exactly.
0: Although, hilariously. It was
1: called a Union Jack at one point, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: well, Corey Graves hilariously went to say Jeff Hardy, why has he got the Union Jack pen? on his face and then caught himself and was like I was just about to say why has he got the union then I realised it's the American colour so (laughs) just just ignore that (laughs) it's really good that he caught himself but admitted to the mistake as well but he was having because they'd been watching the England match (laughs) earlier in the evening and so they were having uh, or Jeff was having an open challenge he was doing the US open challenge Mm -hmm. to celebrate Independence Day and that was answered by The Miz and I did think at first like that's not exactly the most inspiring open challenge
1: I literally the second the second before his thing his music played, I was like, "It's the Miz." Oh, really? I just, I just knew it was going to be the Miz. I just I was like, "It's the most obvious choice." But yeah, I so I was watching this early this morning,
0: and I thought I didn't see it going to be D D the Miz. And when it was the Miz, I was like, "Yeah, that's not not the." I really like the Miz, but mm. I kind of like the open chimes to feature you know some new fresh some new new, new fresh faces. Don't want to see the Miz going for another title. Ty- he's you know, just a a very
1: the- he's a very safe. In that yes. exact spot, though, he does—he hits all the right notes, especially against sort of Jeff Hardy. Exactly,
0: but then as the match played out, that's why it was the perfect choice because mm. this was very much almost like a Memphis-style match of like the cheating heel versus the valiant babyface, yeah. and it worked really well. And they actually had a very good match. It went through two I've, commercial breaks, yeah. and I
1: really enjoyed. Like, sitting by the end, I thought it was really fun. Well, the, the cool thing about I think the, Miz and Hardy have in-ring chemistry. I think because they're both they both sort of do that old school wwe style of wrestling like it's not it's so ingrained you know it's so ingrained in them and that's the thing is that they're not they're not flashy indie stars they're they're good workers who do solid spots exactly and they and they work with more basic it's not it's not like incredibly complex stuff but they make it work and they sell it really well and that was yeah i thought that was they just gelled and they kind of fit this exact what you wanted this exact segment to be,
0: yeah. Uh, so, I, I really enjoyed this. The uh, finish saw uh, the Miz tried to pin Jeff by putting his feet on the ropes, yep. and the referee saw him. And then Miz celebrated like he had one and kept asking the referee to hand him the belt so Memphis! <laughs> it so and good. then turns around, Jeff hits the twist of fate in a swanton bomb, and he retained. I thought it was a very fun TV match. Uh, and as you were saying earlier, the story is going around is that he has been all the reports from yeah. the live events is that he's been limping and he's been hidden in six-man tags or in Fatal 4 ways where he doesn't mm-hmm. have to do as much. Um, and he's not even doing the Swanton Bomb as a finish because to yeah. try and rest up his body. Apparently, he's suffering from a trapped nerve, which sounds Eight. like it sucks. <clears throat> but when the cameras are on, like, you couldn't... you. I couldn't watch this and mentality like, oh, I think Jeff's a bit injured. Because he's just selling very well. Mm. Uh, But he is going to be having a championship match at Extreme Rules, which now later on in the night, against Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura
1: of the the dog biting. Exactly.
0: Shinsuke is making his return. Uh, I'd imagine he'll (coughs) probably be on TV next week. Um, to, to to film something to set up yeah. the match, but if not, then he'll have his. He first was in one. a
1: small promo in SmackDown this yes, week. but exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. He'll probably be on actually in the ring
0: next week, I imagine. Yeah, maybe just attacking Jeff or doing something to just yeah. a tiny bit of heat to build up into the match.
1: I think I think Shinsuke needs to win this one.
0: I really do think as well. I mean, I you know we said
1: this last well, so is week. It, yeah, if Jeff is injured as well, you need to like. Yes, let him let him out to recover. And obviously, this match had to happen on the Fourth of July. He yeah. unfortunately he was the US title holder, so it was kind of like, "Sorry, man, you got to paint your fa- <laughs> paint paint your face up. <laughs> you got to get out there. Put on your glad rags. Yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah. You're getting out there. So unfortunately, you're the one holding the one with a name <laughs> on it. You got to go.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, so we said this last week. I'm almost certain that. Nakamura was set to win the U.S. title. Mm. I was certain that he was when the match was originally announced. He was set to win it then, but yeah. then the dog bite injury happens, and that kind of changed plans. Which is why we got the Eric Young thing last week. We got the Miz thing this week. Mm. So I think that and Nakamura is going to be taking the belts yeah. at Extreme Rules. So I feel like he
1: has to at this point. He needs the he needs the boost. Exa- yeah, exactly, I think he does need a bit of because the heel turn. The heel turn was a, an amazing boost for him, I think. You know, Well, the well, the Rumble win was actually probably the start of the, the Nakamura turnaround from being a bit... It was all a bit flat before yeah, that. Yeah, totally and flat. The Rumble win was good, but he was still the sort of same old Nakamura. And then those AJ matches, you were a bit like... The, well, the big AJ match, you were kind of like, oh, you know, actually, that wasn't quite as what I wanted to see. But then the heel turn at the end, you're like, OK, yeah, I see this is going somewhere. And then suddenly... That lit the fire under their whole feud, and it was it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, really good. In fact, I I didn't mention this on um, the
0: Ramble Club when uh, we were talking about like what matches might have been in Match of the Month, but I forgot the AJ uh, Shinsuke match at Money in the Bank was absolutely awesome. I oh, that was a that. stonking match. Uh, we then got excuse me, a New Day pancake eating contest to
1: celebrate the 4th of July, the Independence mm-hmm. Day festivities. This was after a little Ellsworth promo. Where Sorry, he yes. Said, he said his muscles were bigger, his bones are stronger. And then he said, Mello is money and Ellsworth is exquisite. <laughs> so, which I don't mind. As a- <laughs> and he's got a new
0: t-shirt as well that says no one is ready for Ellsworth. Which is <laughs> awesome. It's yeah. so good. I love James Ellsworth. Yeah. And, and I really like these promos as well because they... They did do the selfie promos. Nakamura and the Iconics did their selfie promos. Mm. But these were just... A camera was set up, and they just spoke directly into the camera and cut a promo. And I really like that. I think mm. it's, it, it feels like a better promo... Than if they, you know, when you have, like, interviewer ask a question and then you look off into the middle distance and you answer. Yeah, this or was the, this was or the, or the I, I need to say this. like you know. Yeah, totally. Because uh, Asker had one that was really good as well. And then, yeah, this James Ellsworth one was really, really funny.
1: Well, I guess because the dynamic of that says something more like, you know, you've, you've got the power to sort of wrangle people to come and Cut this promo for you You've got something So important to say That you, you've got The whole production Involved Whereas the selfie ones Are always like Well i filmed this thing And then I've sent it I've had to like Tweet it to whoever So they might put it In the show I don't yeah. know Has anyone got a cable So yeah. I can transfer <laughs> it's, it's, to Yeah cross. exactly Are you on Dropbox <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so we did get the new day pancake <coughs> eating contest. Independence <coughs> Day festivities. Saxton was uh, Byron Saxton, that is, was the host of this, and, and he, he had was. A little hat. He was so excited. He was so excited. He had a little hat he on. Had a little hat. <laughs> this is such a cute little hat. What a disguise. <laughs> and it was. This was very, very funny as well. So the New Day come out. They're all excited because they like eating breakfast foods and pancakes in particular. And Saxton did. And again, this is clearly the New Day doing a lot of the writing. Mm. He was giving them all these introductions. So he said that um, he was running through Kofi's list of accomplishments. His accolades. His accolades. He was like, he's an X amount of time Intercontinental Champion, an X amount of time US Champion, a seven-time Tag Team Champion, and a former Jamaican Hot Wing Eating Champion, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really, really nice. It was that slight pause between Jamaican and eating, which I thought was really, really funny. Um, and uh introduced Xavier Woods, who brought out an old uh, Xavier Woods gimmick, I, I believe this is. I think this is what he used to refer to himself as before he joined WWE, which was mm. he was born in a barrel of butcher knives and raised in a forest fire, <laughs> which is... See, I mean, you can tell he's a video <laughs> game and an anime fan. <laughs> but unfortunately, there wasn't enough time for Big E's intro, which he was very annoyed about. That was great. Uh, and then, so Saxon. Well, started, they started eating the pancakes, and I think everyone could see where this was going because there's three people in the ring, and there's a three-person faction that's just joined the, uh, the ranks. Wellicky-wellicky. Yeah, exactly. The lights went down, Sanity's music hit, and they attacked them from behind, and then gave them a really wicked, brutal beatdown. Yeah, it was great. Beat them all up around ringside, showed their dominance, showed how cool they can be, and then Eric Young put uh, Xavier Woods through a table with a diving elbow. And I just thought to myself, why didn't you do this two weeks ago?
1: Oh absolutely yeah or yeah. if you weren't going to do it 2 weeks ago
0: save it for like do could, could
1: have done like 2 weeks ago they 2 weeks ago they came out and jumped the USOs right and then last week the USOs and Jeff Hardy win clean yep just skip that one <laughs> skip yes. that one yep have them cut a promo or something last week mm mm-hmm. 30 seconds of your time yeah and then <laughs> and then this week have this happen. this was great. this was, well, the was bit great. where Alexander Wolf flings Kofi over the top rope and yep. there was oh, there was some just some great little bits in this. I really
0: really like this beat mm. down and I, it kind of remind I thought it was a nice reboot for sanity because mm. the last two weeks have been like a bit of a misfire particularly last week mm. but this i thought was a nice little reset of them to kind of be in, like uh, the way i put it in the smackdown reviews like let's just forget the last two weeks happened. we need like mm. the men in black little memory thing yeah the and Neuralizer. We'll, that's the one yeah and we'll just pretend that this was their debut yeah and that's uh, that's a, that for me now this is their
1: debut and xavier sold the absolute pants off oh, that going he? through that just. table he was screaming so good xavier woods is really he's such yeah. a special talent another thing in that uh Another thing in that segment, there was a good. There was two. There were dual signs in the crowd, and one said, "I came for the pancakes," and another one said, "I came for the burgers," which is an IHOP reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought that was quite good.
0: There were some really good signs. Actually, there was a lad who had uh, a sign that says, "I've been to more events than Brock Lesnar." <laughs> 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 made me laugh. Although there was someone who had a sign that said, "I'd rather be in Charlotte's, which I was like, "Oh mate, oh. 2018, mate." Oh, oh. It's not the- in the attitude era, that sort of thing was acceptable in big air quotes. Mm. But um yeah, but uh, I did like the the Brock Lesnar sign. So we got the uh next, up next we had Asker versus James Ellsworth in the Battle of the Sexes. It just said they showed the the original Battle of the Sexes the tennis match to kind of like mm-hmm. hype this up and kind of explain some a little bit of history for it, which I thought was a nice touch. And then yeah, James Ellsworth comes out with his amazing t-shirt. That says no one is ready for Ellsworth. Mm. He just looks like such a goober. Yeah. And it's just like he's perfect for this
1: role. I almost feel like this feud <laughs> if that's what it's to be called, I would have loved to have seen a proper build-up to it, rather than it just be like we've made this. You know, th- this happened at Money in the Bank, and then they make the match with Ellsworth. Like, because what was what's cool is Bobby Riggs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's cool about what Bobby Riggs was doing in the build-up to the Battle of the Sexes? He did all these sort of joke promo things mm. where he he was coming out and playing. You know, he's playing tennis with giant rackets or there are <laughs> sheep on the court. And he's just... Because he's going like, it's going to be so easy to crush this, the best woman in the world at tennis. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so easy. I don't even need to train properly. And then we didn't train properly. And oh, then we, yeah. We, like,
0: got, we could have just had this week yeah. to do those sorts of skits and backstage segments yeah, and Yeah, stuff. you could have
1: just built... You could have built this slowly though, by having Ellsworth having faux matches against, yeah. you know, various not maybe not like actually beating women but it, faking it somehow yeah i think you know and then that kind of being the build-up him going it's going to be so easy and all this stuff and then yeah yeah asuka comes out and then you have the what actually happened in this is that asuka hits him immediately <laughs> well, <laughs> and he just he he
0: bolts you say immediately he first stalled for time by doing some stretching oh, and yes, it was yeah, yeah. nice yeah, was subtle good. comedy. Yeah, yeah. he put his his leg up onto the top rope and then was trying to stretch but couldn't reach his foot so he just moved it onto the rung lower and then was like
1: ah now I he can it he did a couple it. of push-ups as well
0: <laughs> like but on the, t- on the third yeah. one really struggled to push himself back up and was like right well that's enough of that it was really funny yeah. someone posted up but I, I wish I'd kept the tweet up now so I could read it out here but someone put up a tweet saying like all of the people that James Ellsworth has wrestled this year and it's things like it's Asker Matt Riddle Nick Holders for the NWA title mm. Gilbert and he's like listing all these <laughs> people he's like he really is a man who has lived the dream in 2018 yeah he's had a hell of a year <laughs> he's had a hell of a year yeah uh, but yeah so as they said Asker essentially just beat up James Ellsworth Carmella was also at ringside and she kept pushing Ellsworth back in he'd get knocked out again and he bolted out the ring and they got to the out down I thought oh, that's a bit of a lame finish I thought it was a bit soggy but well, it's because they announced later on that they're going to do a rematch next week and I was like well okay that actually if they'd have just ended it with this then I thought it would have been a really lame finish but because yeah. you had the count out you've now got the reason well doesn't Asuka get out to come and get him
1: um, Asuka gets out of the yes, ring to come and she- get him and then Mela attacks
0: no, she, so she got out of the ring and chased after him out of the uh, arena okay. and then...
1: Uh, oh, and they, then it got count. They, they got both count. double count and then and they came back round.
0: Yes, and then Carmella laid her out uh, against the guardrail. Yeah, fair. So, so And then later on in the night, Paige caught up with them and said, you can't run away forever and they're going to have a rematch next week but with the entire women's division around ringside in a lumberjack match. Which is awesome. Yeah, and it's going to be really fun. Like I'm, I'm, I was yeah, looking yeah. forward to it this week and now I'm looking forward to it even more next week. Yeah,
1: yeah. so I'm really looking forward to it. other thing that was great this week was the little aeroplane spin. Oh god! The aeroplane spin. So asking him, <laughs> him to put him on her shoulders does an aeroplane spin, puts him down. and Ellsworth sells being dizzy and then almost sick <laughs> for so... ages. It's so good. Just so good. <laughs>
0: it was really good. I'm I'm big mark for James Ellsworth. I think he's very good in this role. Yeah. Um, Kane is backstage and he's pacing. And uh, Brian walks in and he asks Kane to apologize. And Kane's like, "What for?" And Brian's like. He balls out a list of oh. things that he needs to apologise for. He starts going through date by date what you need to apologize for. And it uh
1: Mum was leaving a disemboweled squirrel on his doorstep. <laughs> yeah.
0: And eventually Kane was just like, oh, look, I'm sorry, but he's like, "I, you know, you're like a brother to me. And Brian just paused and like, You set your brother on fire.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, I was hoping Kane was gonna say well no I set my parents graves on fire mm. and then I choked my brother into it but
1: that's not the point right now <laughs> I thought this was really nice I, lo- I like this sort of inverse referencing stuff is great like yeah.
0: it's well that's why the original Dr. Shelby skits worked mm. is because Kane's got this mad backstory he's had a mad 20 odd years in yeah, WWE yeah. so there's so much you can play up from him being like yeah I mean there was a period when I was really into shocking Shane McMahon's testicles and you know hooking him up to car batteries mm. it was just a fetish of mine for a bit then there was the that time where I got really obsessed with Ray Mysterio's mask and the date May nineteenth. There's like
1: all this random nonsense. I buried my dad mm. in you know on all this sort of stuff. It's, uh, it's again, it's just good comedy yeah. thought. Like just going, well, these two people in this scenario make sense. Like you know, D- and Daniel Bryan's being actually a bit more straight laced with this than he was last time. I think as well, yeah. like because obviously. He was sort of heel last. He was time, a heel he? last he time, like it was
0: like a, like a babyface turn for him.
1: Yeah, a, uh, and this time fighting. he's going in as the babyface. Yeah, exactly. So yeah,
0: and I much prefer Kane in this role than I do as like the third monster in the Ro- Royal Rumble match against Lesnar and um, Braun Strowman. Yeah, which uh, I just felt like at 20- in 2018 that just it wasn't working. Kane being in the main event going for a WWE Championship, no, but it works fine in this sort of tag team role. Doing comedy stuff. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I'm a big fan. He
1: doesn't have as much lasting mystique as someone like the Undertaker. I feel with Kane, like you know, when you see the Undertaker, you still get that little like I'm excited. And when I see Kane now, and I don't know whether it's just because the costume isn't as good as it used to be, <laughs> yeah. you're just a bit like, oh. yeah, the the costume is the costume. Really the mask
0: weird. particularly it's is so rubbish, is awful. Yeah. I mean, I like, I get why because like we, I think we talked about this like you know when he came back originally, but like when he had the full mask like in the 1998 mm. to 2000 Kane mask, it was a nightmare to breathe by because like, you're just like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like just breathing into your own mouth essentially, mm. and just like creating hot air back at you, and then you put him in an inferno match. you like, how are you breathing? Yeah, he's not in that? <laughs> exactly. At least here, he can breathe. It's got in a little his oxygen tubes to go down <laughs> into his boots. Yeah. Um, next up, AJ Styles came out to kind of promo before his match with Aiden English, and there was some really great dueling chance for AJ Styles and Rusev Day because mm. the crowd are into both people in this match. Which
1: Unbelievable. I
0: think is, it's amazing how often, like, how few times that can really <laughs> yeah. happen, I suppose. Uh, but Rusev into Interrupts and he says that this is his first <coughs> WWE championship opportunity as he would say and then he said he's going to break down the door and evict AJ from the house that he built. So yeah. that was some, some, nice, some nice work. That's awesome. But then my favourite part of this is we were setting up for the match with Aiden English. Rusev goes to get out of the ring and was like, oh AJ one more thing and Aiden attacks AJ and starts the match and Rusev goes like, oh never mind
1: It <laughs> <laughs> so was really funny It was just a, oh never mind Rusev is so good, and he should, he should have been so... He should be such a bigger star than he is, like... I know. Yeah. It's a shame that, like, you know, he had to... He was so set on that course, and he was so big a while ago, and they never pushed him, and then everyone went, oh, wait, 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 and then this Rusev Day thing came along, and it reignited it, and it's taken them even longer... It's taken them just as long this time to go. Well, oh, well maybe we should capitalize on any of this well, exactly. success of this one guy. Yeah, like, exactly. And like, I think the Rusev Day thing has lost a lot of the
0: oomph that it has mm. when it was really over, like a few months previous, yeah. like, you know in the lead up to WrestleMania and you know but oh, even absolutely. before yeah, that. Like yeah. it
1: was such a hot thing. Well, it's a little flat now. Like it was. I thought it was a bit. It came. It came out a bit flat even on SmackDown when he said. And it's going to be a great rusev day, day yeah you know, and everyone was a bit like mm. yeah <laughs> you know. it's,
0: it's not as funny as it once was
1: well, it was it's the, it's the little britain effect isn't it if you repeat the same joke over and over again eventually yeah. not that funny exactly
0: um but anyway aj won quite quickly locked in the calf crusher and made Aiden english tap out fine little match it makes aj look good mm-hmm. and like very dominant and then afterwards rusev pulled him out of the ring hits him with a matchka kick, kick and then locks in the accolade, and AJ is left laying. So it makes Rusev look good. So I thought this was a thumbs-up, very simple, but effective booking.
1: Yeah, nice build, I think. Uh, Aidan English didn't do his... My favourite thing of Aidan English is... And I don't think he did this. uh, I might have been asleep through this. uh, (laughs) There's a bit that Aidan English always used to do where he goes on the top turnbuckle, Mm. and then they, they run to push his legs off, and he jumps over them and does a roll, and then slides on his back for a bit, and then stands up. Yeah, and then you did that here. They didn't have enough time. Yeah, was... yeah. So he didn't do that here. But my question is, he's never hit whatever that move is <laughs> on the top turnbuckle. What is the move he's going for? Because I would love to know. Well, it's like uh Rick Flair when he went up to the top mm. room, he's like, What were you trying, Rick? Yeah, it it, It's never yeah. worked well, for you, mate. Yeah. What were you going for? But it's it's so weird that that because that spot consistently has happened throughout Aiden's career. And it's yeah. like, I just I would love to know what he thinks the move is.
0: Well it's funny, like Bob Holly tells the story in his autobiography. Um That Kurt Angle always used to have the spot, like when Kurt Angle first came in in two thousand. He always used to do a moonsault and it would miss. That was one of Kurt Angle's trademark spots. He would never hit the moonsault. Mm. And Bob Holly said to him, "Was like, look, you've got to hit this move once, otherwise no one's ever going to buy into it. So we're going to do it in this match." And Kurt Angle hit it and broke Bob's arm. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> yeah. stick to the promise stick- because
1: he's not been practicing with a person <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> stick to the spots you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Iconics cut a selfie promo backstage um, where Peyton Royce said she was going to beat Becky Lynch tonight, mm-hmm. which was not the case because uh, she had a match with Be- uh, Becky Lynch where she lost. And it absolutely w- yeah. it was tapping out to the disarmer. Not a particularly
1: great match. It was clumsy in it was places. Very
0: clumsy in places. Yeah, but I did laugh when. So Byron Byron Saxton's complaining that Billy Kay's at ringside. Mm. It's like, oh, she's always just there. And Corey Graves, very slyly, was just like, you should try getting your best friend Saxton. It's rad.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> digging little remark. I love how much Corey Graves hates Byron <laughs> Saxton. It's... Well,
0: it's Funny hell, Todd Phillips buried him during mm. the uh,
1: the pancake
0: thing. Because, like, Byron oh, Saxton, he, yeah, he was like, I'm the host. And they were like, no. <laughs> and, and Tom Phillips was just like, I'm just glad he's not on commentary. <laughs> Bloody hell, lads! So um, yeah, so th- this match wasn't particularly great, but what I thought was the big takeaway from this is that they seem to be really pushing Becky Lynch at the moment. Yeah, she's like, getting
1: a bit of, a, yeah, she's getting a bit of a streak. Very on, much she? so. Yeah. yeah, so
0: like that was even more or less the point of the iconics promo, which is that Becky Lynch is on a winning streak at the moment. Mm. She's got a lot of wins behind her, and she's tapping people out to the uh, to the disarmer. And on commentary, they were like, she's tapped out. Uh, She's tapped out Sonya Deville Mm. She's tapped out Charlotte Flair Now she's tapped out Peyton Royce She's tapping out All of these women Well they're calling her A
1: submission specialist As well Yeah yeah.
0: So they're really Starting to build up This this Becky Lynch wave So uh, one would assume That she'll be The next contender To either Asuka Or Carmella when whoever comes out of Extreme Rules absolutely, as the I champion, so. So, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, it's nice to see Becky Lynch in a storyline.
1: Yeah, well, I know, I know. <laughs> um, and but all the par- all the parts here of <laughs> a great thing, and you've never bothered to go. oh, well, Maybe I've put them together. It's like not playing with your Lego. Like, <laughs> it's if you just play with individual Lego bricks by just hitting them <laughs> on each other rather than sticking them together. <laughs> that is my new favorite it's... WWE booking analogy. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, just, <laughs> just mashing Lego.
0: They've got the bricks. They've got the instruction manual, but they're like, no. <laughs> Um,
1: and then we got our
0: main event of the evening. Oh, Shinsuke Nakamura also cut a selfie promo on Jeff Hardy. He said, is he a
1: clown? Is he sad? <laughs> is he <laughs> ashamed? Which is nice. Uh, but
0: we got our main event of the evening, which was the Usos taking on Team Hell No, their first match in five years. Corey Graves said he isn't sure when the last time Kane wrestled. It was just before WrestleMania. It was in that build-up to the Cena Undertaker Feud, mm-hmm. which I had forgotten about, but was reminded of last week. And I nearly said it in the review last week, it's like, we haven't seen Kane since the Royal Rumble. And I'm so glad I didn't, because that was very, very incorrect. <laughs> um... But I, you could tell that Kane has not wrestled in a
1: while. Yeah. Because he was all over the show at times. It time. was the coldest hot tag <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> it was the same
0: thing. <laughs> it was like, Kane gets the hot tag,
1: which was not hot at all. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the hot tag and then doesn't know how to get through the ropes. He, he was just like, oh, oh. Poor, I can't
0: hang which, on. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on.
1: Hold up, hold up. Maybe, maybe he's Uso... wearing the old mask and he can't breathe. <laughs> don't
0: know which Uso it was. The Uso ran up and essentially had to stop. Like, he ran and was like, yeah, ah, he's yeah. mm. okay, not ready yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> just stop here. And then like, then he can yeah. come in and then attack me. Should have just,
1: I guess, like thrown a really fake punch, like yeah. you know, really like that he could the, just l- no sell a very light punch and then just had Kane shove him over. But yeah, yeah, he
0: was a he was a bit all over the show in the match. Very well, they, yeah, there was, there was a couple
1: of little, like cool like there was a cool double dive from the Usos as well, but and they did it in rapid succession. But yeah. then, when Kane took the first one, he stumbled back so far that I was like, the other one's not going to. He's th- not going to hit. I was he's like, not- he's
0: going to dive into no one.
1: Yeah, and then fortunately, I think he. Corrected course on the way But like Over an angle Yeah Oh my god But
0: yeah So Kane wasn't particularly great But in all fairness to him I can imagine there's probably A bit of ring rust He's had other You know He's had other commitments Mm. on um since wrestlemania and since before wrestlemania really so he's had other things on his plate hopefully they can do a little bit of work with him before mm. their actual tag team match at uh, extreme rules though but uh yeah i really enjoyed the, the double team diving by the usos i just think they're such a great tag team and they had a really good comeback before the match came to an end which was they did the double splash kane caught both of them in chokeslams yeah. very well timed actually and very well placed and then he picked them up. Um, Daniel Bryan gave the uh, the knee to Jimmy, I think. I think it was. It was Jimmy.
1: And then Kane... The thing th- is they're both as good as each other, so yeah. it's almost interchangeable as fine.
0: And then Kane chokeslammed Jay and got the pin. Team Hell No celebrated. And it was funny as well, because Daniel Bryan's giving it the big old yes treatment, and Kane's like... Ugh. Very little yeses. Kangol floppy yeah. wrist, and Daniel Bryan got very annoyed. was like, "No, if you're gonna do it, do it properly. Give us some oomph!"
1: Yeah, and no, then they, got some big yeses,
0: and, they, and that actually fired the crowd up even more. So I thought that was a really nice. Search. And Then the Bludgeon Brothers came out to have, I'd say, a mad awkward stare down
1: because yeah. they
0: came out instead, and, and then the music stopped, and the crowd weren't really reacting. Mm. So like the
1: yes chance had stopped, and it was just murmurs. And I was like, "Oh, this is not a hot way to end this show." I just I also just don't think they're the sort of people that would come and do a stare down. Like yeah. I don't you know, like I don't they nothing about them says they've got the reserve required to just come out and just look at someone. Exactly. Like, Surely
0: they, they should they'd have come out from the crowd and attack them. And I thought that actually been yeah. a really hot angle to end this show on which would have been them doing the big old celebration it's the big team hell no reunion match. It's their first match in five years they've beaten the usos mm. and then bludgeon brothers just lay them out Absolute and like completely lay... yeah. yeah complete devastation lay them to waste you don't need to go eric young sanity levels of putting them through tables and stuff but leaving them laying mm. killing the buzz of their like i think that'd been a really hot angle to end the show on as opposed to them just
1: staring down with no music playing and yeah. the crowd not reacting well there's so many other yeah, there are so many other ways to say there's gonna be a match here, like you know, because <laughs> yeah. that's all that was saying is like they know there's a match. These guys know there's a match. Yes, but <laughs> I don't know. The commentators could have said it, and you didn't have to do that and kill the buzz. You could have killed the buzz in a more effective manner. Yes. The worst thing to do is kill the buzz and then not build any new buzz. <laughs> just go. Yeah. This is, this is it now.
0: This is what we're doing now. Yeah, <laughs> we're
1: just gonna listen to the crickets, and then yeah. uh, we've got our Lego pieces. Cut, cut, to, <laughs> cut to the adverse. Yeah, we've got our Lego pieces. Now listen to them clack. <laughs> Don't just, just don't step on them. <laughs> uh, but what did you think of this week's Smackdown? I actually really liked it. I thought it was, I think, like, apart from a few stumbles of maybe the the Peyton Royce-Becky match was a little clumsy. Kane was a bit rusty. Bludgeon Brothers was a bit awkward. Other than that, I thought it was really good. It yeah. sets up, like, you know, as much as we're joking about the Legos, mm. it does actually build a lot of the Legos. <laughs> it? Um, yeah, and it sets them all up. And, you know, it, they're all in, everything's in position now for stuff to happen and it feels like stuff is going to happen for once which is really nice
0: like at the start of this show they did like the announcements of the matches that are happening tonight which was AJ versus Aiden English and Jeff Hardy's open invitational and the uh, pancake thing and the team hell no Mm. I was like I'm really into this show already like I'm really excited to see this show and as you said apart from a couple of stumbling blocks I really enjoyed this Mm. I thought this was a really solid episode and it crucially it made me excited for next week's show and mm. it made me excited for the pay-per-view matches that are happening on the SmackDown brand. Really excited for Team Hell No versus the Bludgeon Brothers because I'm really into Team Hell No at the moment. I'm really into AJ, mm. AJ and Rusev. I'm really into Carmella, Asuka at the moment. Yep. Like I'm excited about these matches that are happening. Jeff and Shinsuke. Jeff and Shinsuke. I'm really into Becky Lynch's winning streaks mm.
1: It sucks that it's coming at the expense of the Iconics, but it's good to see Becky getting. They can, they can suffer though. That's the thing is that their they're they're, their characters. Are currently are also you know they, yeah. they, they talkers rather than doers yeah exactly <laughs> you
0: know. yeah so I thought this was a really really terrific show of Smackdown I very much enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to next week
1: me too